Section four of the Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume nine. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Joseph Tabler. The Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume nine by Anonymous. Translated by Richard Francis Burton. When it was the eight hundred and ninety-fifth night, she said, It hath reached me, O auspicious king, that the old woman said to the man, However the secret must not go beyond us three, to wit me, thee, and her, and there is no help but thou be lavish of thy money to boot, he replied, Thou, my life, were the price of her favours, twere no great matter. So it was agreed, and continued the man of Upper Egypt, that I should pay her fifty dinars, and that she should come to me, where I procured the money, and gave it to the old woman. She took it, and said, Make ready a place for her in thy house, and she will come to thee this night. Accordingly I went home, and made ready what I could of meat and drink, and wax candles, and sweetmeats. Now my house overlooked the sea, and twas the season of summer, so I spread the bed on the terrace roof. Presently the frank woman, came and we ate and drank and the night fell dark we lay down under the sky with the moon shining on us and fell to watching the shimmering of the stars and the sea and i said to myself art thou not ashamed before allah to whom belong might and majesty and thou a stranger under the heavens and in presence of the deep waters to disobey him with a nazarene woman and merit the torment of fire then i said O oh my God, I call thee to witness that I abstain from this Christian woman this night, of shamefastness, before thee and fear of thy vengeance. So I slept till the morning, and she arose at peep of day, full of anger, and went away. I walked to my shop, and sat there, and behold, presently she passed, as she were the moon, accompanied by the old woman who was also angry, whereat my heart sank within me, and I said to myself, who art thou that thou shouldst refrain from yonder damsel? Art thou Sar al-Sakhtar, or Bishar Barfoot, or Junat of Baghdad, or Fuzel bin Iyaz? Then I ran after the old woman, and coming up with her, said to her, Bring her to me again. And said she, By the virtue of the Messiah, she will not return to thee, but for an hundred ducats. Quoth I, I will give thee a hundred gold pieces. So I paid her the money, and the damsel came to me a second time. But no sooner was she with me than I returned to my willem way of thinking, and abstained from her, and forbore her for the sake of Allah Almighty. Presently she went away, and I walked to my shop, and shortly after the old woman came up in a rage. Quoth I to her, Bring her to me again, and quoth she, By the virtue of the Messiah, thou shalt never again enjoy her presence with thee except for five hundred ducats, and thou shalt perish in thy pain. At this I trembled, and resolved to spend the whole price of my flax, and therewith ransom my life. But before I could think, I heard the crier proclaiming and saying, Ho, all ye Moslems, the truce which was between us and you is expired, and we give all of you Mahometans who are here a week from this time to have done with your business, and depart to your own country. Thus her visits were cut off from me, and I betook myself to getting in the price of the flax which men had bought upon credit, and to bartering what remained in my hands for other goods. 
then i took with me fair merchandise and departed acre with a soul full of affection and love-longing for the frankish woman who had taken my heart and my coin so i journeyed till i made damascus where i sold the stock in trade i had bought from acre at the highest price because of the cutting off of communication by reason of the term of truce having expired and allah extolled and exalted be he vouchsafed me good gain then i fell to trading in captive slave girls thinking thus to ease my heart of its pining for the frankish woman and in this traffic engaged i abode three years till there befell between al-malik al-nasir and the franks what befell of the action of hatton and other encounters and allah gave him the victory over them so that he took all their kings prisoners and he opened the coast cities by his leave now it fortuned one day after this that a man came to me and sought of me a slave-girl for al-malik al-nasir having a handsome handmaid i showed her to him and he bought her of me for an hundred dinars and gave me ninety thereof leaving ten still due to me for that there was no more found in the royal treasury that day because he had expended all his monies in waging war against the franks accordingly they took counsel with him and he said carry him to the treasury where are the captives lodging and give him his choice among the damsels of the franks so he may take one of them for the ten dinars and shahrazad perceived the dawn of day and ceased to say her permitted say when it was the eight hundred and ninety-sixth night she continued it hath reached me o auspicious king that whenas al-malik al-nasir said give him his choice to take one of the girls for the ten dinars that are due to him they brought me to the captives lodging and showed me all who were therein and i saw amongst them the frankish damsel with whom i had fallen in love at acre and knew her right well now she was the wife of one of the cavaliers of the franks so i said give me this one and carrying her to my tent asked her dost thou know me she answered no and i rejoined i am thy friend the sometimes flax merchant with whom thou hadst to do at acre and there befell between us what befell thou tookest money of me and saidest thou shalt never again see me but for five hundred dinars and now thou art become my property for ten ducats quoth she this is a mystery thy faith is the true faith and i testify that there is no god but the god and that mohammed is the messenger of god and she made perfect profession of al-islam then i said to myself by allah i will not go in unto her till i have set her free and acquainted the kazi so i betook myself to ibn shad and told him what had passed and he married me to her then i lay with her that night and she conceived after which the troops departed and we returned to damascus but within a few days there came an envoy from the king of the franks to seek the captives and the prisoners according to the treaty between the kings so al-malik al-nasir restored all the men and the women captive till there remained but the woman who was with me and the franks said the wife of such an one the knight is not here then they asked after her and making strict search for her found that she was with me whereupon they demanded her of me and i went in to her sore concerned and with colour changed and she said to me what aileth thee and what evil assaileth thee quoth i a messenger is come from the king to take all the captives and they demand thee of me quoth she have no fear bring me to the king and i know what to say before and to him 
I carried her into the presence of the Sultan al-Malik al-Nasir, who was seated with the envoy of the King of the Franks on his right hand, and I said to him, This is the woman that is with me. Then quoth the king and the envoy to her, Wilt thou go to thy country, or to thy husband? For Allah hath loosed thy bonds, and those of thy fellow-captives. Quoth she to the Sultan, I am become a Moslemah, and am great with child, as by my middle ye may see, and the Franks shall have no more profit of me. The envoy asked, Whether is dearer to thee this Moslem, or thy first husband and knight such an one? And she answered him, even as she had answered the Sultan. Then said the envoy to the Franks with him, Heard ye her words? They replied, Yes. And he said to me, Take thy wife and depart with her. So I took her and went away. But the envoy sent after me in haste and cried, Her mother gave me a charge for her, saying, My daughter is a captive and naked, and I would have thee carry her this chest. Take it thou and deliver it to her. Accordingly I carried the chest home and gave it to her. She opened it and found in it all her raiment as she had left it, and therein I saw the two purses of fifty and an hundred dinars which I had given her, untouched and tied up with my own tying. Wherefore I praised Almighty Allah. These are my children by her, and she is alive to this day, and twas she dress you this food. We marveled at this story, and at that which had befallen him of good fortune, and Allah is all-knowing. But men also tell a tale anent the ruined man of Baghdad and his slave-girl. There was of old time in Baghdad a man of condition who had inherited from his father abounding affluence. He fell in love with a slave-girl, so he bought her, and she loved him as he loved her. And he ceased not to spend on her until all his money was gone and naught remained thereof whereupon he sought a means of getting his livelihood, but availed not to find any. Now this young man had been used in the days of his affluence to frequent the assemblies of those who were versed in the art of singing, and had thus attained to the utmost excellence therein. Presently he took counsel with one of his intimates, who said to him, Meseems thou canst find no better profession than to sing, thou and thy slave-girl for on this wise thou wilt get money in plenty, and wilt eat and drink. But he misliked this, he and the damsel, and she said to him, I have bethought me of a means of relief for thee. He asked, What is it? And she answered, Do thou sell me, thus shall we be delivered of this strait, thou and I, and I shall be in affluence, for none will buy the like of me save a man of fortune, and with this I will contrive my return to thee. He carried her to the market, and the first who saw her was Hashimi of Bassorah, a man of good breeding, fine taste, and generosity, who bought her for fifteen hundred dinars. Quoth the young man, the damsel's owner, When I had received the price, I repented me and wept, I and the damsel, and I sought to cancel the sale, but the purchaser would not consent. So I took the gold in a bag, knowing not whither I would wend. Now my house was desolate of her, and buffeted my face, and wept and wailed, as I had never done before. Then I entered a mosque, and shedding tears, till I was stupefied, and losing my senses, fell asleep, with the bag of money under my head by way of pillow. Presently, ere I could beware, a man plucked the bag from under my head, and ran off with it at speed, whereupon I started up in alarm, and affright, and would have risen to run after him, 
but lo my feet were bound with a rope and i fell on my face then i took to weeping and buffeting myself saying thou hast parted with thy soul and thy wealth is lost and shahrazad perceived the dawn of day and ceased saying her permitted say end of night 896